Welcome to the Christ Life Ministries podcast. We hope you enjoy this message by Pastor Olubi Johnson. For more information about this podcast and our other resources, please visit spcconline.org. God bless you. Stay with me now. I want to read that verse 41 again. Everybody open your mouth and read it with me. The Son of Man shall send forth his angels and they shall gather out of his kingdom. Turn to anybody say, out of the kingdom of God. The church, not the world. It's all Christians now. All things or beings that offend and them which do iniquity. Let me just give you a short distinction there. You know, when we're talking about iniquity, we often think about, you know, that's the, because of that's what we've been taught over the last 2,000 years. Anytime we think of iniquity, we always think about moral sin. Adultery, fornication, drinking, drugs. Oh, that person is a very terrible person. Iniquity, you know what it means in the Greek? Lawlessness. You know the correct full epignosis understanding of that scripture? The Christians who practiced lawlessness. Now, what is the law in the New Testament? He said, and this is his commandment, that we should believe on the name of his son, Jesus Christ. And love one another. It's the law of life and the law of love. You don't practice those things, you're practicing lawlessness. Thank you, Pastor Quigga. <laughs> One amen. That's what lawlessness is. It's not only just moral. You see, all the moral things are a consequence of this root. So that's why you need to put your act together. I started teaching John, I'm probably going to do that tomorrow during the service, you know, about, you know, follow after charity and desire spiritual gifts. See, most of the churches, they want power. They want spiritual but they don't want to follow after charity. It will corrupt the anointing. Hmm. So, it will gather out of the kingdom all that offend, I didn't hear you, and them which do iniquity, and cast them, these people who offend her, into a furnace of fire. Notice it's not the furnace of fire. Not necessarily hellfire. But, you know. And they shall be willing. I didn't hear you. A national thief. Then. Everybody scream then. Look at the condition. It's Jesus who's talking. Then shall the righteous shine forth like the sun. He's talking about the manifestation of the glory of God. Of the kingdom of their father, who have ears to hear, let him what? He's talking spiritual level. If you're not, if you don't have ears, you won't hear what I'm saying. You'll be listening to something else. You know? He said, then. In other words, the, the, the righteous cannot shine until the tears have been removed. That's why it's vengeance and glory. First. The righteous cannot shine until the tears are... You know, sometimes you wonder, ah, look at how much we pray. 
And I don't say that boasting. I say that, you know, by the grace and the mercy of God. Fast, pray. Blah, blah, blah. I said, ah, God, what's happening? I'll tell you what's happening. A lot of the power that is being generated is being used to cover for the iniquity of those who refuse to. You know, if you see a brother sin, what do you do? That's life for them. God will take power from what the righteous is generating to cover for the iniquity of a great mass. And God has done that for years. In righteousness, with the hope that they will change. With the hope that they will repent. So when he said, I gave them space, not just time, he also covered for them. That's why we call it covering. He also, you know, protected them when they didn't deserve it. He also, hey, it's a repetition of Israel all over again. Remember in the the history of Israel, especially in the book of Judges, you know, and and, and down through the whole of the history, you know, they will go and they 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 will follow Baal and Ashtaroth. You know, problem will come. God will raise a judge, a deliverer. Deliverer will deliver them. They will serve God for 40 years. Then they will go back again. How many remember? It went on like that. Centuries! That's how good God is. There are many a time he would be grieved, but then he will remember that they are but flesh. Finding the Psalms. But when you now come to 2 Chronicles chapter 36, Somewhere in there, a good Bible student can help me get the scripture. But this is the essence of what it says. It says, and you know, he sent to them prophets rising up and sleeping day and night. He says, until there was no more hope. He had to now deliver Israel into the hands of the Babylonians. And packed all of them. That's how Daniel was taken to Babylon. All the people, the kings and the princes, and they packed all of them, got all of them captured, took them out of the land so that the land would enjoy its Sabbaths for 70 years. Nothing has changed. People are still the same. God will bless, help, cover them. Instead of them to repent and, and start doing the right thing, they'll say, hey, you see, you don't need to do all of those things, and that's why I'm blessed. You're blessed because somebody else paid the price of intercession. Not because you're doing the right thing. And if you don't repent, the the season of harvest and vengeance is upon us. Say, Pastor Luby, why are you being so hard? Because I love you. So you will not get vengeance and you will get glory. So you will not get vengeance, but you will get comfort. You need to change. If you haven't changed. Those of you have changed, just keep getting better and better. And this message is not even so much for us here in Scripture Party because a lot of us are, by the grace of God, moving in the right direction. Some, a few may, may not be, you know, and those who are listening. You see, I'll tell you something about God that people don't understand. God could have killed Pharaoh's son the very first day he sent Moses. He had the power to. But he didn't. So I said, Why? Because it becometh him 
to fulfill the royal righteousness. Shall not the judge of all the earth do right? That's God. That's why God goes through the process of giving us warning, time, space. So that when finally his judgment and his vengeance and his glory falls, everybody will be able to testify, including the wicked, that God gave them time. That's why it becometh him. We wonder as if he's wasting time. You know, the plague of flies, plague of lice. Why didn't you just finish them one day? And you all bring Israel out. That would have been, he could have done it, but he would not have been righteous. So he gave Pharaoh space. He gave Pharaoh time. Even though he knew it wouldn't change. But he still had to go through the process for justice to be seen, not just to be done, but to be seen to be done. Oh, give the Lord a clap offering somebody. Then shall the righteous shine forth as a sun in the kingdom of their father who hath ears. This is the parable of the tares and the wheat. Until the tares are removed, the righteous cannot shine. Because the power that they will use to shine has been used to cover for the iniquity of the tares. Is it clear? Malachi chapter 3. Don't worry, I'll soon be finished. <laughs> I'm laughing. That is a... <laughs> People don't understand. So yeah, like I've said it so many times tonight, I'm God's servant, not your servant. I serve you, but I'm God's servant. Malachi chapter 3. And uh, let's look at... Uh, uh, yes. I'm going to read from verse... Where should I start from? I, I can't read everything because of time. I'll just summarize and then just read one or two verses. See... Malachi is talking prophetically about our time. He says, you know, the Lord will suddenly come to his temple. It will be like a refining fire, blah, blah, blah. That's verses 1 and 2. Then he gets down to where we talk about tithe. He said, you have, you, 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 you've robbed me. All this nation, they haven't been giving God this tithe and offering. And that tithe is not only money. It's all tithe of your time and all of that. You know, I'm not going to go through all of that. Then he finally goes on to say, you know, in these last... Uh, uh, verses that many of you he's talking about us, the church, is prophetic. So he's talking about the, he wasn't talking about Israel mainly there. He was talking about the church prophetically. He said, many of you have said it is vain to serve God. That what have I, what have I gained by fasting, by praying and all of that? The wicked, people who are not doing all of those things, they are prospering and everything. That, that, let's just look at those uh, 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 two verses. He says, uh, uh, verse 13, your words have been stout against me. I didn't hear you. Saith the Lord. Malachi chapter 3. Yet you say, what have we spoken so much against you? And you have said it is vain to serve God. Hello? What profit is it that we have kept his ordinance? That we have walked mournfully before... Remember Isaiah. Where it says, you know, he will comfort those that mourn in Zion. These people are complaining. That I've prayed, I've fasted, you know, and I've not seen any results. What have I gained? That we have walked mournfully before the Lord of hosts. And now, we call the proud happy. And they that walk wickedness are set up. They that tempt God are even delivered. How many people can identify with this? I can. Because it's the truth. It's happening as we speak. It is present truth. 
But look at the good news. Verse 8, 16. Then they that feared the Lord spake often one to another. And the Lord hearkened and heard it. And a book of remembrance was written before him for them that feared the Lord and that thought on, upon his name. They shall be mine, said the Lord of hosts, in that day. Don't your neighbor say, that day is this day. When I make up my jewels and I will spare them. Spare them who? Spare them who feared the Lord. Spare them who were mourning in Zion. Spare them who were doing the right thing and looked as if, you know, they're fools. And the other people were not doing nothing. Everything was just, you know, seemed to be working for them. The proud are happy. That I will spare them. I didn't hear you. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. <clears throat> and as a man spared his own son that serveth him, then you shall return. Some people have come, come back. Discern between the righteous and the wicked. Between him that serveth God and him that serveth God. You know what's going to make, the, make it clear? The vengeance and the glory. When the vengeance comes, you will know that these were the ones that were not serving God. When the glory comes, you will know this is the one that is serving God. Chapter 4, verses 1 and 2. For behold, I didn't hear you. The day cometh, Judge Neighbor said 2023, that shall burn as an oven. And all the proud, yea, all that do wickedly shall be what? Stubble. For the day that cometh shall burn them up, said the Lord of hosts, and he shall leave them neither root nor branch. Talking about vengeance. But unto you that fear my name shall the Son of righteousness arise with what? Healing in his wings, and you shall go forth and grow. Again, you see this thing vengeance and glory, vengeance and glory, vengeance and glory, vengeance and glory, vengeance and glory. It will make the diff di distinction. Then you would discern between those who serve God and those who don't serve Him. Those who are doing the right thing, you know, and those who are not. God is closing the chapter because He has a quick work He has to do. The nations are crying. The world is crying. There are big problems all over. And the answer is in the church. And God cannot keep delaying the answer because of some people in the church who will not do what they should do. Closing. How? Repent of ease in Zion. Follow the leaders who are following Christ's example. Look at Philippians chapter 3. Closing with this now. I'm not talking to anybody here. Hmm. And I'm going to read from verse 10. And you'll see why it's context. It's a warning to the whole church. And, I, you know, this evening or this afternoon, because I, I had this message for some days and it's been building up, you know, and as I was, you know, preparing, you know, and, and rounding up, he added some things that I didn't, I hadn't even, I hadn't even thought about. You know, and we're going to close with that in a minute. But let's read this Philippians 3 first. Look at verse 10. Paul is talking about his life in his ministry. And say, look, I'm born again. Feel, uh, this will be Johnson's summary. 
born again through the Holy Spirit. He said, but I'm not satisfied with that. I've had the power of God in my life, but I'm not satisfied with that. That I may know him. I didn't hear you. The power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings being made conformable unto his death. That if by any means I might attain on the resurrection of the dead, as you have the life of God made manifest in my mortal flesh. Second Corinthians chapter 4, verses 10 and 11. Not as though, verse 12, not as though I had already attained, either were already perfect. But I follow after. Everybody scream, follow after. That's what you must do as we cross over into 2023. If you have not been doing it. And if you have been doing it, you have to even do it more. But I follow after. If that I may apprehend that for which also I am apprehended of Christ Jesus. Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended. But this one thing I do. Forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth for those things which are before. I press toward the mark. I didn't hear you. For the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Let us, if you are a part of us, give me a wave offering. He's writing to the church. And wants the whole church to be a part of it. Yet, not all the church are a part of it. That's why it says, let us. Therefore, <laughs> as many as be perfect. Perfect here means mature, you know. Who wants to do this? Be thus minded. That is, have the same mind. Have the same understanding. And if in anything, you be otherwise minded. And if in anything, you be otherwise minded, excuse me, yeah. And if in anything, you be otherwise minded, God shall reveal even this unto you. That's the reason for prophetic messages. That if you still don't understand all these things I'm talking about, God will reveal it to you. Turn to your neighbor and say, God will reveal it to me. And then to your neighbor and say, God will reveal it to you. Nevertheless, where, where to we have already attained? Let us walk by the same rule. Let us mind the same thing. Brethren, be followers together of me. And mark them which walk so as you have us as an example. Oh, give the Apostle Paul a super clap offering. He by the Holy Spirit, he's setting himself up as a standard. He said, follow me. Follow me. Look at us as an example. Then use us as a standard to check out other people. And that's where we're going to be closing. You know what he said? Brethren, let's say it again. Be followers together of me. Mark them. Which walk? So as you have us for an example. For many walk. These many are not part of us. But they are all in the church. These are the tares. The ones who are thus minded. Who are walking. Those are the wheat. Mm. 
For many walk. And he's talking about unbelievers. He's talking about people in the church. Of whom I have told you often. And now tell you. Even weeping. That they are enemies of the cross. Do you? Have you observed darling. Pastor G. That most Christians hate the message of the cross. You know, we just wrote a new book, Crucifying the Flesh. It's not very popular. They are enemies of the cross. Because the cross speaks of sacrifice. It speaks of self-denial. It speaks of discipline. And people don't want to hear that. They want bread and fish, but they don't want flesh and blood. They don't want the cross. They are enemies. They are Christians, though, but they are enemies of the cross. And they hate people like me. They won't say it publicly, but in their hearts. And God knows. And I don't like this kind of preaching. And check your heart. You know, because I'm, we're going to close in a few minutes. There's time for repent, and then we're going to pray. Check your heart. What's your reaction to what I'm saying? What's all this now? This man is just always disturbing us. Like Ahab. <laughs> said, I don't like that man. He never says anything good about me. Tells you where your heart is. And you need to change it. There are enemies of the cross. I didn't hear you. Whose end is destruction? Oh, turn to your neighbor and say, your end will not be destruction in Jesus' name. Because you will not be an enemy of the cross. Whose God is their belly? He's in Zion. The ones who stretch on their bed. Eat. Overeat. Oversleep. Is what they are going to eat in Christianity they are looking for. Whose God is their belly? Whose glory is in their shame? Who mind earthly things? Have you noticed that in the church, what people look at and other at the earth? That's why Derek Prince said that thing today. If in this, my Christianity is not to be judged by the kind of car I ride. Or the house I live in. Or the type of suit I wear. Now, of course, if God, God, God delights in the prosperity of his servant. So I can have a nice car, and I do. And I can have a nice house, and I do. And I can have a nice, you know, clothes, and I do. And my wife and I, you know. But come and look at our lifestyle. It's a lifestyle of self-denial. I'm 63. My wife is 62. We get up every day. Three, four o'clock in the morning. Pray. We're not praying for prosperity. We're already prosperous. We're not praying. We're not begging God for money or something or material thing. We're praying for the kingdom. That his kingdom come, his will be done. That's what God wants. Are we prosperous? Yes. Do we have a nice house? Yes. 
But those things are not, they do not define us. Who mind earthly things. Stop minding earthly things. Oh. I'm going to give the comments and then I'm going to close. We're going to pray. Warning to the whole church. 2023 is going to be a year of vengeance, com comfort, and glory, as I've explained. There are going to be two sets of people in the church. Some can change. The younger Christians, usually those who are 20 years old, I'm not talking about 20 um, um, chronologically alone. I mean, you are less than 20 years old as a Christian. You've been a Christian for less than 20 years. Just like Israel. So when they came out of Israel, God said, all those who are 20 years and under, so they'll be fine. He said, but the other older generation, he said, most of them are not going to make the promised land. Except for Joshua and Caleb. The same truth is, is, is real today. Many of the, I'm going to write, I'm just going to read what I've been given. He said, the younger generation, less than 20, 21 years as Christians, who are not yet set in their ways. Who have, who can say, look God. Then the second set. Some, the judgment is already fixed and cannot be changed. Because they have been given space, they have been given time, and they have not used it. And he gave me a type in the scripture. Samson. Do you know God was patient with Samson for 20 years? But I still have good news. And I'm going to close with good news. But Samson, he repented. But he died. He couldn't, he couldn't, he couldn't live he couldn't fulfill his fullness of his destiny, but he went to heaven. And that's a break. And then some of our older ones, I'm talking about Christians now, you're set in your ways. But like Samson, if you hear me, he that hath an ear, let him hear, and say, God, please have mercy. And he have mercy, help you. But you just may not be able to enter some things. Let's stand to our feet. Psalm's judgment is already fixed. Nothing can be done to change it. Prayer won't change it. Nothing can change it. Because they chose what they did. Proverbs chapter 1. But like Samson, they can repent and go to heaven to suffer loss. God gave us, all of us, time since 2006 when I first preached this message. When this message was first preached to change. And has allowed both the tares and the wheat to grow together. Now. The time to remove the tares has come. So that the wheat can shine. And manifest the glory of God. Talk to God. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We believe these words have empowered you to live a victorious, transcendent life in Christ. 
Our mission is to equip God's people for service and build up the body of Christ until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. We encourage you to enjoy and share from thousands of resources, including books, sermons, prophecies and articles available on our website, spcconline.org. Thank you and God bless you.